and thanks for joining us on HearthCast, episode number 330 for patch 7.0. We are a podcast about World of Warcraft and the rest of the Blizzard universe. And now, from the excellence in podcast studios, it's time for another episode of HearthCast. And this is Root, coming up here on episode number 330 of HearthCast. We're going to talk about the Warlock's Ritual of Doom, have a little uh, sashay down on what we miss about the Warlords of Draenor, and we're going to wrap things up with talking about resource management in Legion. HearthCast is made possible through the kind support of our Patreons. To learn more about how you can show your support for the show, Visit patreon.com slash EIPS. So hey there for Eccleface. Hey there, Roots. Tell me about your week in the Blizzard universe. It's been hunterific. Hunterific? Yes. I like that. This expansion is really making me appreciate my class more. Cool. I'm starting to, you know, identify more as a hunter. I feel more, I don't want to say special, but I feel more like unique i'm enjoying the things that makes a hunter a hunter do you think the class halls have anything to do with it well yeah okay yeah um it's really cool so as part of my uh, order campaign i recruited Hemet nezingwary as one of my followers and uh do you remember that gnome hunter that we trained over in high mountain absolutely she is one of my followers as well how'd you get her she's just one of them okay is that a hunter thing or is it everybody it's a hunter thing oh, yeah very cool she actually has the bodyguard trait Oh, I love that. So I'm a goblin hunter. She's a gnome hunter. So we're running around together. And I feel like I have my own hunting party. It's awesome. Because <laughs> I have me. I have my pet. I have Hattie. Or Haiti. I'm not sure how you say it. Uh, which is the extra pet that comes if you're uh, Beastmaster. Okay. She has a mechanical chicken as a pet. Your little... That she sends in to Addy? fight. Addie has a mechanical yeah, chicken. That's cool. she has her cool. own pet. And wait, wait, wait. She sends that pet in to fight? Yeah. Does it do damage? Yeah. Oh, sweet. <laughs> uh, I have my companion pet that's, you know, non-combat. just kind of sits there and chills with me. Well, yeah, like, like you are your own party <laughs> at this am. point. And there's also a, a toy called Hunter's Call that will summon. It's like one of four things, like, represents an aspect of the hunter. So I'll either summon a little uh, a kitten or a hawk or uh, something, like maybe a little bear. So it's like an extra non non combat companion pet. <laughs> you just like loaded with up. Me. That's hilarious. <laughs> I really am. It's everywhere I go. Yeah, I just have this whole group. All right now, when you have this group, can you also use like one of the toys that just collects random wild animals that I follow can. you? Can. You can. Yeah. That's insane. I know. We were uh, playing the other night together, and you were doing that in that one area where the the fawns were. Oh, um, Valshara. Yeah, we had yeah. to we had to catch the squirrels and the squirrels' nuts yeah, and all the that. World Quest, yeah, where you get the get the squirrels and there was a bunch of the you had the dough. Yeah, yeah. And you're like making them follow you. You're like, look at this, I've got twelve of them. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and he knew before he even called me over there that I was going to freak out. Over I did. It. I told you. I'm like, there's fawns. You're going to freak. And there's like little baby <laughs> It'll animals. It'll be okay. It'll there's be- baby <laughs> animals. Just trying to calm down, freckle face. <laughs> Now, per your uh, encouragement, I'm trying out Zyger Guides for a month. Yeah? Yeah. Thoughts so far? Well, some things I like, some things I don't. 
Um, I don't really care for the aesthetic of it. I don't like the font. I don't like the way it looks on my screen. Okay. I also, the way I quest is I try to do everything on my own, and then I get one that I'm stuck on, and I, I don't know how to do it. And there's not really an easy way to just kind of summon a guide for the quest that you're stuck on. No, there's not. You kind of have to start from the beginning. Yes, you do. There's a catch-up mechanism, but it's not going to work if you're just doing one-off quests or quests yeah. in out of what they consider order. So I don't know that necessarily fits in with my style of questing. I'd still kind of rather try to figure things out on my own. Well, keep in mind that it's not just for questing. There are other guides that are available. Oh, oh, I know. So you used it to get the, the spirit beast from Warlords of Draenor. Oh, neat. Okay. And there's a lot of steps to it. And at one point you had to go collect things from um, like all five of the different zones from like random mobs. And there's nothing in the quest to give any sort of hint as far as where those would come from. Right. Be like, get a bowl. <laughs> Go get a bowl. And what? the bowl comes from Gorgrind, you know, and then the other piece comes from Nagrand. There's no way to know. So, yeah, I pulled up the guide and it led me right through it. I got it done in like 45 minutes. Oh, that's cool. It was crazy. I liked it. So maybe you might like it for that aspect, yeah, not the necessarily guides. the questing aspect. Yeah, and I, I pulled up the reputation guides and I only did it for the Warlord stuff, but I could... You know, pull up the one for the Frostwolf clan, and it'd say, you're already at honored, and it'd say, to farm, go here, kill these mobs. Right. So I thought that was cool. Yep. I do like that about them. I've got the whole kit and caboodle. Yeah. I went ahead and subbed into the big package they've got, so I have every guide available to me. I think there's only one one package now. It might have changed. I think, yeah. no, you can get the individuals still. Oh, can you? Yeah. If you oh. don't do the subscription, you can just outright buy. Well, the, what I saw, it was either subscription to get everything, or you could get a trial version in that every guide, you're getting a sample of it. Mm, maybe like they changed since features. last time. Yeah, that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, they're still really good people. The support is really good. We had a, a conversation because I did try to gift that to you, and there's no way to do it right now. Oh, odd. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate the thought. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Now, what, another thing I really did like was the auction house. Um, I do use Auctionator, which makes it very easy to buy things in that it lumps um, the items in together. Um, for example, if you're looking for big gamey ribs, instead of showing you every single auction available, it lumps them all in together. Correct, yes. But for selling things, I would still have to drag things over to the window to sell. <laughs> okay, I, I, you went, you used their... So, yeah, so I use Zyger uh, Guide yeah. selling, so I don't have to sit there and sift through the things that are soul-bound. Right. It and also has like the that. ability to, like, just sell it all. For, oh, does it? Yeah, for the current, uh, like, you can set it to undercut or whatever you want to do. You got to be really, really <laughs> careful with that. Yeah. Um, I messed up in the past. with I, I usually don't use that feature of it because I like to play the market the way I played the market. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really paying attention, and I kind of went, okay, just, yeah, sell it all just to clear out my bank. And I really could have made a lot more gold on a lot of stuff because I ended up undercutting people who were, you know, trying to bring down the market. Yeah. So it hurt me in the, in, you that's know. That's nice to know that that's an option, though, because there's been plenty of times where I'm like, okay, I just want to get rid of everything in my bag. Right. And no, so, yeah. like, there's a time and a place for it. Yes, there is. And um, their, their gear suggest, they have an option where automatically equip things yes. that are upgrade for you. Yeah. That's I turned that off. Yeah. The problem I ran into that is I bought a gun from the engineering vendor because the way some of the new recipes work 
is that you'll buy um, some cheaper materials, like like a trigger. Like if you're going to make some sort of automated cannon thing, you'll buy a trigger from the uh, vendor and some other like smaller parts, um, a bunch of ore, and then you also buy like a green quality level gun from the vendor, and that all goes in together as an engineering thing. Okay. So when I'd buy that gun to be able to craft an engineering item, it would equip it and say that it has better stats than my artifact <laughs> weapon. <Right>. Like, <laughs> no, you're no, not. Stop. <laughs> yeah, I. The thing I don't like about it is um, that I don't always understand the math that it's doing. Where something might have maybe a little bit of better stats, like in haste or something, mm-hmm. but the eye level is lower. And if I'm trying to raise my eye level so I can go into a heroic dungeon, yeah, I yeah, really so don't do care. Yeah, do more content, yeah. Yeah, I really yeah. don't care about the one or two points of haste. Right, right. But it's trying to min-max. It's like, yeah, I really don't care about that right now. So I, I have the suggestion on, but I don't have it auto-equipped. Now, my favorite, all-time favorite thing about the Zyger Guides is the uh, the auto-take flight path. Which you go up to the flight master, and as soon as you click on him, you're flying. I did do that once. But you have to make sure that you're on tracking the right thing that you want to go to. <laughs> Very true, yeah. because if not, you're not going to. Yeah. <laughs> it's going where it wants you to go. Yeah. Although it does beat staring in the map and trying to remember which one's closer and which direction right. is it in. When you and I were questing the other night doing some world quests, and I was using Zyger Guides for the world quest, which mm-hmm. I said in the last podcast, they do a jam-up job on. It's fantastic. We were running to the flight master, and I was telling you ahead of time, this is where we're going. Find it on your map. This is where we're going. Yeah. Because if you look on the map, it tells you ahead of time. Like, you're going to go here. Little dots come across the map. Little ant trails, whatever you want to call them. It tells you that. So I was telling you, we're going here because I knew as soon as I hit the flight master, I'm gone. Now, the downside of that is waiting for you was kind of rough. Because I get there. Because, you know, <laughs> it's going to take you, you know, between three and five seconds to figure out where the person is. I'm going to go right, to the right place. Right. And I'm already, you know, now I'm waiting for you three to five seconds, which, well, wow, is an eternity. I know. That's the problem we have in a quest together. We're on two different planes. Yes. But we did good. Yeah, world, we did. Yeah, we yeah, did. Yeah, we yeah. did good. So yeah. this world quest was fun. We did. Um, yeah, I would like to try it out. Maybe uh, starting a character, do those low level quests that I've already seen before. They don't really care about that. I would like to just zip through as fast as possible. Sure. And see how helpful it is. Yeah. Well, we'll talk. We'll see if I can't uh, finance that for you since I can't gift <laughs> it to you. If we get another way around it. So I take it on my rogue as well. What's your rogue's name? Freckleface. Oh, okay. Uh, you're gonna ask it every time. <laughs> it's a thing, you it's know. It's a thing. All right. <laughs> it's poop jokes and what's your character's name? That's that's yeah, what I got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still a hundred. Um, I was supposed to level with my husband sometime this weekend. Now the problem is, he is waiting on his friend to level with him, and it's the type of situation. Okay, well, when my friend gets on and when we're leveling. And then we come to basically a stopping point to a new zone. Then you can play with us. Oh, wow. That's kind of. So he's been like waiting to play a while so he can play with his friend. But his friend is kind of blowing him off. You know what I mean? No. I don't. <laughs> so I got my rogue ready for leveling. Okay. I took her, um, got the new Dollarian set up, found her order hall, which is really cool. Is that the one behind the bookshelf? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. you have to go I, in one of the shops and you have to give the storekeeper the password. Yeah. And then the door opens up and it goes in these tunnels. Yeah, so I was in that shop and the door opened up. I'm like, check it out. And I ran in there. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. You get knocked out and sent out in the, into the street. Yeah, you can't go in there. You were alive. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I was like, what? What's going on? I'm like, oh, you bet you that's a... And I was thinking, I bet you that's the, the yeah. Rose Class yeah, yeah. Hall. 
So I, I picked up the first artifact weapon, which was um, I wanted to stay assassin. So you go with Garona to go through the city of Stormwind. You had to stealth through there. Oh, cool. Yeah. And uh, it's just packed with guards. And if you get caught by someone, you're just dead. Oh. So you have to, like, really skirt your way around and is it know kinda, how to stealth. Is it kind of like that one quest with Garona before in Warlords yeah. of Draenor? It is. Oh, man. I didn't like that quest. <laughs> it's actually not that difficult. It's not as difficult as that one, I would oh, say. Okay. Yeah. In that if you get caught by a guard, it's not going to, like, summon the whole city. But it's still <laughs> difficult. Um, and I ended up getting the daggers that were used to kill King Lane. Okay. Yeah. That's nice. Because she had them and they were, I guess, tormenting her. Uh, yeah. So she was kind of glad to get rid of them. Well, she's staring at something that's a reminder. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So here, you take my guilt. Yeah, pretty much. I'll take them. Okay. <laughs> They're pretty. <laughs> well, tell me about your week. Well, I, I missed my first week of reading. Oh, no. Yeah. What happened? Eye level wasn't there. Oh. Yeah. oh I'm about Still a week behind. Okay. Yeah, I'm about a week behind where I should be, so I kind of expected I would miss the first week. I just now started doing my heroic dungeons, and uh, I do have to say that uh, I, I hate Moonguard Stronghold. Do yep. you? Yeah, that place can just fall off the map as far as <laughs> I'm concerned. It really can have you been there yet? No, I haven't. You'll learn to hate it. Okay. That is the place that as soon as I, like maybe later on this expansion or next expansion, if it scales or whatever, I am coming back there and I am one-shotting everything. It's going to obliterate everything. I am going to nuke that place off the map. How you like this, suckers? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How you like me now <laughs> is what it's going to be. All right, yeah, all right. Yeah, that place just, I, I hate it. Yeah. It just, that's all it is. It kicks my butt. Uh, there's a lot of quests in there, and a lot. Here's the thing: like I was going through one of the quests, and there's a quest giver and giver inner. I don't know, what you, receiver and taker, whatever. The guy you you know you turn in the quest to, and you get quests from that yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, any one point in time, he can be in like one of four places, depending on where you are on any particular quest line. Okay. Well, I happen to be on three quest lines for this guy. Was he in three different places? No. Was a third of him in a place? No. Where was he? He was in one place. Oh. So it's showing the question mark on the map? No. This is the problem. <laughs> it wasn't showing the question mark on the map, but oh. it was showing where the turn-in place should be, which was at the very top of Moongarn Stronghold. So I had to fight my way all the way <laughs> to the top and go, well, he should be and right he here. There. And he wasn't there. Well, that's annoying. Very. I mean, I, I mean, it got to the point where I was just like, you know what? Um, die. And I'll, I will just res and I will run and I will die and I will res and I will run and I will die. And I, I was just doing that just to get to where he was or should have been. And finally, on Wowhead, I'm reading the comments and the guy's like, okay, he can be in one of these four locations depending on what quest. And if you're on all of them, he might just be in this one. And I was like, are you kidding me? So when I finally found him, I was able to turn in like four quests at once. But I was just like, just why aren't you where you're supposed to be for that quest? It was just really weird. Almost like it took the default. He was at the lowest common denominator place. And I wasn't really, I had that one. So I yeah. wasn't, I, it's like I had completed it, but I was working on another one to complete it. And I was like, well, once I complete it, I'll be at the top where he should be. And he wasn't there. So that was a little, little uh, annoying. I've been performing the Warlock Ritual of Doom, which is a class hall benefit that you get from, you know, where you can set your attributes to your class hall. Been doing that on a daily basis using the uh, pre-made group finder. 
very quick to do. We'll talk more about that later because I'm totally jazzed about this aspect of the game. And let's see anything else. Oh, yeah. I sold a BOE 840 necklace on the auction house for over 40K. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I threw it up there on Twitter. You saw it. It was nice. It's a nice way to, you know. Where'd you get it from? Just off like a, a random, random trash mob. Oh. <laughs> like, like in the middle, like I was going for an ancient mana crystal and some like undead thing. I'm like, oh, I'll kill you. And like, oh, wow, look at this, you know. And it didn't have any stats that I could use or any mm-hmm. of my alts. It was one because I was like, oh, I could put that. No, no one really uses that. So uh, I guess I'm. And I had the thing. Do I give this to a guildie who could probably use it for raiding? Or do I sell Just this thing for 40K yeah. in the auction house? <laughs> I'm selling it. It was not a, a very difficult decision to make, actually. So sorry, guildies. So what are you going to do with your 40K? You know, uh, nothing. I'm in, I'm keeping it and reinvesting it into the auction house and flipping more uh, ancient mana. Oh, okay. That's my thing. I see. Yeah. And that's been our week in the Blizzard universe. Freck, I mentioned the Ritual of Doom. Yeah, what is that? I'm oh, so confused. So good. All right. So back in the day, the Ritual of Doom, it's just one of those things that it's a throwback. Just Okay. Straight up front. Sure. Used to be back in like patch four, way back then, uh, it was a warlock spell that would uh, summon a doom guard, but it required other people. Like, oh, is total that the thing people. that people would summon in the cities and they'd like go nuts, or they would no, summon no, no. it somewhere <laughs> and they would kite it in the cities? That was the infernal usually, because back when it was kind of. It didn't despawn. As soon as you would, you would summon it, you would fly away, get out of range of it when it was on the ground because it didn't follow you in the air. Mm-hmm. And as soon as you were far away, far enough away from it, it would then turn hostile and start attacking everybody. So that's a whole different thing. Oh, okay. With the Doom Guard, what you would do, this was a pretty cool thing. You'd only got it for 15 minutes. That was the bad part. And the other bad part is it usually killed somebody who, who helped you summon it. So it required, oh. <laughs> yeah, it required two other people, and somebody randomly was getting like a, a dose of health taken away from them. And if they weren't prepared for it, it could actually kill them. All magic has a price. Yeah. And like I said, the problem with that is it lasted 15 minutes and then went away. So I was like, Eesh, don't get it for a long time for someone dying. Now the new one harkens back to that. So the new Ritual of Doom, and this is a, a, a class hall thing that warlocks can uh, get, they can uh, research into, if you will. And it is a, a daily quest or scenario or whatever fight, I guess you would call it, where you go to this little spot inside the warlock class hall. You walk in there, you go through a little portal. You have to be in a group, at least three people, sometimes more, so you can get up to you know, regular group size. You can't do a raid. You can't do anything else. It's got to be normal party. One of you throws down, uh, it's a little square kind of pedestal looking thing, and everybody clicks on it. And that begins the summoning process. Now, here's the kicker. Guaranteed, 100% guarantee, somebody in your party will die. Oh, no. Upon summoning the demon. So, then you kill him and you get loot. And he's a hard fight. Now, here's the weird part about this thing. When you get to this area, you go to your class hall. There's a portal. looks just like the, the doom gates that the warlocks have. 
little teleporter gates that they get. Right, gotcha. You click on that, it takes you to this kind of plain, kind of rocky area with like a circle uh, fighting area in it, if you will. And uh, it's not instanced. It's instanced in the fact that it's just warlocks there, but every other warlock could be in there. So chances of you seeing it might just be your battle group. I could I haven't really paid enough attention to who all's in there. However, there are always other warlocks fighting one of those creatures in there, and it is not tappable. If you didn't summon it, you ain't going to be able to loot it. You can fight it, but you're gonna, not going to get any loot on it. So usually what happens is when people get in there and there's another demon already summoned, that party will help DPS that thing down just to get out of the way so they can summon theirs and hopefully that last party of warlocks sticks around to help them kill their guy off. Because this demon that you summon is going to have between 20 and 30 million hit points. It's got a lot of health. And uh, it does a lot of damage. So there are some suggestions that I have learned while doing this fight. And that is to start off with every warlock, because there's only warlocks, because remember, you're in your warlock class hall, so it's only going to be warlocks in there. They should, everybody should soul sum themselves, because you're going to die. Whether, whether you are the person who dies on the summoning or later on in the fight, right now, you're going to die be, just because of where we're at right now in progression in the game. You can't outgear this guy yet. My recommendation is one warlock keeps their void walker out everybody else uses a dps pet the infernal is a pretty good one to have out for this one one thing to keep in mind is if you don't click that summoning uh pedestal that's there you're not going to get credit for killing whatever summons comes out there you have to click it you can be in the party and you know if you're the fourth guy and it only takes three people to summon them and three people summon them and you didn't click it you're not getting credit you have to click the summoning pedestal. So it's multiple people summoning him. Yeah, it takes you not know, just one person. Well, you know, a lot of times within warlock scenes, if I'm going to do a summoning like my portal, if I'm going to summon people to my party, you, and need, the, you people know, to click. I need people to click. Yeah. Same thing. You drop a little pedestal on the ground, and it takes three people to click on that pedestal in order to summon them. One of you is going to die. If you have a party of five, all five of you have to click it but only takes three to summon. So if two people don't click it, the demon can still be summoned, and those two people who didn't click it will not get credit for the demon. So if you want credit, you got to click it. Now, remember, we're on this, like, floating rock cookie in, in, <laughs> in the middle of the nether. And this big old demon, he's big. He does these knockbacks. There's some are, there's one that's a big knockback. There's another that just, like, it gets pushes you back, like, wind on the ground or whatever. And you can fall off this floating cookie in the sky. That's scary. I want to stay on the cookie. You do. But here's the thing. If you do fall off, you get gripped back and it's no big deal. Oh. So it's it's scary until you, you go through it once and you're just like, oh, okay, nothing's going to happen to me. In that same vein, there's something else that launches you like way up into the sky. And you're like, oh boy, there, there's just no way I'm going to survive this. <laughs> you don't take fall damage. Oh. So, yeah. It doesn't was, matter. It, it, in a way it does because you actually get out of range and you can't do any kind of damage. Right, right. So you're and missing so, out on the DPS. Right. You're not, yeah. You're prolonging the fight and everything you're not else. dying. So. No, you don't die. Yeah. Even though I still, because of my programming in my head, 
I still get almost to the ground, and then I, I have my, my rocket boots since I'm a goblin. I have those on a hotkey, and as soon as I get down to the close to the ground, I rocket jump. And yeah, because physics. Right. <laughs> but have you ever done that as, as a goblin? All the time. Right. Yeah. You, you don't take fall damage. It's just like, I'm just jumping. <laughs> the worst now. thing is, I mean, you hit that too early. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. it ends up careening you. Like, you do that and you're coming down, but then the ground that you're about to land on is near a cliff. Yes. So you yeah. hit that and then you go down further. <laughs> yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah. There is a wicked debuff that's called the Doom Guard's Curse. It does a ton of shadow damage. After about 15 seconds. So you know you've got it on you. You know it's going to tick down. And after 15 seconds, it's going to do just a boatload of shadow damage against you. But that's not the worst thing. What's the worst thing? It absorbs healing uh, as well. Oh, no. So so if you try to like, okay, I'm going to time this. I'm going to cast a heal spell or mitigation. No, that, that that gets taken out as well. Because you know we have this one of the spells we have can can split the damage with our pet. It doesn't care. <laughs> you, it, that goes. You're still getting the damage mm-hmm. if you survive it. You have like a slither of health left, and at that point you're popping a hellstone, you're life draining, you're popping a rejuvenation potion, whatever you can pop, like immediately, or you're running back because you're dead. Usually, you're running back because you're dead because you can't get to it that fast. <laughs> However, here's the thing: if you die, the where this portal is, you get you uh, if you release, which you should, you end up right at the entrance to your class hall. And the entrance to the portal or portal to this plane is straight ahead on the right. So you release, you mount, you just run straight, and you practically run into the portal. So it is not a bad run back. And uh, then you're back in the fight that quickly. It's a big fight. And people say, man, Root, why would you want to do that on a daily basis? That seems like a whole lot to go through on a daily basis. Well, here's the cool thing. The loot that this dude drops. He has a chance to drop the uh, a lot of T-Mog pieces. The of the doomed ritual T-Mog, which is pretty cool looking. He's got a chance to drop the Hateful Eye, which I'm sorry, Freck, is a non-tradable battle pet. Okay, so what you're telling me is I have to make a warlock. <laughs> <laughs> if you want. No, well. Need to have all the pets. Can you, you, your other classes wouldn't be able to use it, though. Why not? Can you? I don't know. I'll I'll test it. I haven't got them yet. When I get them, I'll see if I can use there them There are some character. pets that have stipulations that only Alliance or Horde, but not typically from classes. I'll test that later. Um, if I ever get him, I will immediately try to summon him on another tune. He also has some really cool things in here. One of them uh, that he drops is called the Immense Demon Heart. That increases your health regeneration by 100% for the next hour. That's pretty cool. Only when you're running around in Broken Isles. If well, you go into yeah. a battleground or if you go into a dungeon or if you go into a raid, it doesn't I pretty work. much assume any item I get... Right now, it's going to be only Broken Isles. He's got another thing that increases your haste by 25%. There's another one that increases the damage your pets do by 25%. Another one that increases shadow damage and fire damage as well by 25%. There's all these little buffs that you get. Only usable in, it, in the Broken Isles, not anywhere right, else. Right. can't go into a dungeon or a raid or anything. Mm-hmm. But it is nice for questing. You get that. And it's an item. So it's not like he casts a buff on you and now you have one hour to use that buff. 
Oh, it's so you an, can use it when you want. Yeah, it's an yeah. item that goes into your bag, and then when you're ready to use that, boom, you use it, and you're good to go. There's one other thing that he has a very low chance of dropping, and that is what's called the Burning Jewel of Sargeras, which unlocks the Legion Terror artifact appearance for Destruction Warlocks, and that is our hidden artifact weapon appearance. Oh, very cool. Which, to me, they didn't do a good job hiding it because everybody knows about it now, so. Well, I didn't at first. Yeah, no, they didn't, but now. I bought mine. Bought it? Yeah, I went to the engineer vendor. Remember I was telling you earlier about having to buy the parts to make yeah. the engineering item? And one of them just says, unlock an appearance. I was like, okay, bought it. Well, maybe that 4, was a hidden gold. thing. Yeah, Whoa. got an achievement. Nice. Well, yeah. that's probably what it was. That's how you got yours. Now, you can summon this dude every 10 minutes. That's what it takes for your summoning pedestal, or whatever you want to call it, to be uh, that you can cast that. However, you can only loot him once a day. And it's kind of buggy. Like, I've had uh, my pedestal, whatever we want to call it, uh, despawn several times. So usually you get everybody in a party together, and, you, you know, who all has, because you don't have to have, this is one of the other things with Warlocks, you don't have to have that setting in your class hall in order to participate in the Ritual of Doom. Only you have to have it to summon the, the thing, it's to start it off. So if you don't have it, you can still participate, and you can still kill the, the demon and still have a chance to loot everything. You don't have to spec into that, if it were. So what you first have to do when you get in that party is figure out who can actually summon, who has summoned that day or not, because a lot of people just do it for fun and nothing else to do. I might as well go help other people kill. I already got him once a day, but I'm just here to have fun. I've had that a couple of times. And then you kind of decide in order. Okay, you go first, I'll go second and you go third. And well, hopefully one of us will be able to summon this dude. So he's really cool. Uh, yeah, Freck, uh, to me, that's, I mean, you talked about being in touch with your class earlier and feeling like a hunter. Mm-hmm. I really feel like a warlock going yeah. in there and doing that. Yeah. I mean, I'm in my own plane, and I told you at first I was a little weirded out by all the warlocks around me. Now yeah, you that. said you didn't like your uh, class hall at first. It's growing on me. I okay. still have an issue, the same issue I had before, which was the demons in my class hall are the same skin and models as the demons that I kill in Azeroth. Well, they're the same demons. They're just under different control. <sighs> but, No. All the demons come from the same place. Yeah, but if I'm in their realm and they're saluting me and everything else, if they're coming into my realm or they're under someone else's control, and I'm, it's just there should have been different models. I think you have to think of it more like allegiances rather than anything else. But they're all the same. They all look the same, and they shouldn't. That's that's my that is my biggest beef is they all look the same. All right, I get you. I think lore-wise they do because you're actually controlling some of the demons rather than having to fight against them. Yeah, I mean, I I understand that part, but still, it should have been different. Just give me a different skin. It could be different (laughs) Different colors. Different colors, yeah. Yeah, Who cares? Something a little different. Put a collar around them or something? The ones that are tamed? Googly eyes. I don't care. A collar would be cool because it would, you know, show that they're enslaved to you. Yeah, we get that when we enslave a demon. Yeah. So, how often do you even do that? Now a lot. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Last Not expan- before. No, well, it, it, it kind of comes and goes. That's one of the weird things with warlocks is enslaving demons comes and goes with expansions. Right. Sometimes it's important. Sometimes it's not. You know, sometimes crowd control. Like, if you go back to Wrath of Lich King, crowd control was incredibly important. Yeah, and then they got away from it after that. Yeah. Yeah. And and for a while, I was like, oh, now all classes have some form of crowd control. Now we don't really even use that. And then, you know, for a while, everybody, you know, I, you have to control this demon. You can do this. And all right. And so now it's starting to come back a little bit, which I like because it gives me something to do as a warlock because I can't buff anybody. But I can. I have, I have a buff. I can still buff. Unending breath. <laughs> I'll hook you down with unending breath. If you need to breathe underwater for 10 minutes, I got you. Of course, not like there's 99 different toys and things you well, can... Well, most of the toys are specific to a particular place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, mine's not, so... Oh. Well, there you go. Yeah. It's very useful. Um, thank you. <laughs> I can summon and give unending breath and cookies. I'm good. <laughs> Everyone loves cookies. Everybody loves cookies. Yeah. People say thank you. <laughs> they do. They're like, oh, thanks for the cookies. Like, yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm here. What else you need? So, yeah, you know, I have to have you over and uh, let you see that uh, whole class hall for the warlocks and that ritual because it's kind of cool. So, fellow warlocks, enjoy that. Make sure you are doing that on a daily basis because there's some cool stuff you can get from it. You've heard us talk about it before on the show. We are going to be at Con Before the Storm. We are going to be hosting the podcasting panel portion around 9.30 at night on November 3rd at the Hilton. But don't just come there to see us. There's going to be all kinds of podcasters out there. Streamers, pro teams, artists, news sites. Yeah, there's going to be a fan art gallery, a photo booth. They're going to have meet and greet autograph rooms live podcast, and much more. It's going to be a great time. Frank and I were out there last year, had a blast, not just in the portion that we did, but the entire night. It was truly one of the best experiences we had at BlizzCon uh, proper itself. So if you are planning on going to BlizzCon, that is the Thursday at 6 p.m. at the Hilton Hotel. November 3rd. And if you are going, you know, hit us up on Twitter so we know that you're there and we'll we'll know to look for you. <laughs> Well, we've been into Legion for a few weeks now, getting our bearings, starting to make a routine out of it, and I'm starting to miss a few things about the old expansion. Oh, really? Yeah. Such as? Well, I've been taking my mage to go back and kind of catch up on something I missed, Uh, and for me, it was getting um, the mass milling for the uh, Draenor herbs. Oh, so you're actually going back and getting achievements? Not achievements necessarily. So there is an inscription item where you make these cards and you flip them right. and you vendor them. Right. And about a week ago, I flipped one that was worth 3,000 gold. Oh, I remember you saying that. Yeah. So I said, I need to do this more often. So I've been, um, this is my maid. She's only 104. So she's been kind of hanging out her garrison still. But I tell you, every time I see Varian, every time, I'm just like, ah, oh, just hits uh, me. Just, oh, yeah. Right just in the like, feels, like, huh? Oh, Varian. Hug me. <laughs> don't go on. Don't oh, go please. on. <laughs> Stay here. 
Yeah, I get what you're saying, because I kind of miss that feeling of being in charge. Like, my garrison was my garrison. I was in charge of my garrison. I was the man. You decided what went where. Yeah, I made all the decisions. What crops you grew. What crops I harvested. If I wanted to mine that day, I would mine that day. If I wanted to send my followers out on missions, I would. And by golly, I could watch them walk away from me. If I wanted Pepe in the tree, he was in a tree. If I wanted to get him out of the tree, I would. If I wanted to go pet some dinosaur that I brought in there. Oh, yeah, the dinosaur. He kicked me. But <laughs> it was my decision because that was my garrison. Did you shoot Pepe or is it just he's either on the tree or on your head? Uh, tree or head. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of miss, you know, killing people that we, we killed. We kind of killed before, but not really since we're in an alternate timeline. So the familiarity? Yeah, we knew who they were. We knew what they were capable of, and we knew why we wanted to kill them. And it kind of, I was like, okay, I killed you once. I want to make sure you're really dead this time, buddy. So I kind of missed that, that little anger part. Mm. I miss buffing people. Yeah, you know, one of the things I really missed was getting that, uh, was it uh, Mark of the Wild that we get from Druids? Why that one particularly? Because a Druid would run by and just throw it on you. You'd be like, hey. Thanks, dude. Peace <laughs> out. All right. I got Mark of the Wild now. Cool. I miss sharing my aspect of the cheetah. Oh, yeah. You run faster, huh? I know half the time I would do it when no one wanted it and make everyone dazed. Still, <laughs> it's a cool feeling when we'd all die, wipe, you know, go from the front of the dungeon to the middle. And you'd be like, hey, I'm throwing my aspect of the cheetah. Now we're all running really fast. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I don't get that anymore. Can't do it anymore. Now I just run really fast. Yeah. Garrison invasions I miss. I like getting people together. In a party to come into my garrison and help me fend off an attack. Now, it was a little weird because you would tell people, hey, you want to come help me do a garrison invasion? And, you know, story-wise, it didn't really fit because you had to get everybody together first and then tell them, okay, you can attack now. Right. (laughs) There's a surprise attack. When do you want it to happen? (laughs) It's like planning your own (laughs) surprise birthday party. Hey, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, one of the things I also miss is right as this expansion started, Vulgen died. Uh, spoiler, no, not really. Uh, but I kind of miss him. Do you? Uh, yeah, he was a good war chief for the you know paragraph and a half that we had him. I don't know. I think Slavonis is way more interesting. Yeah, I think still. I still think he's coming back. So we'll see. Maybe there's a flashback. Maybe there's a a voodoo thing. It's a voodoo thing. Yeah, he's a troll. Kind of miss changing out the buildings. The garrison buildings. Yeah. Oh yeah. Deciding what I need the most. That was always helpful to me, I think, because some things you get the bus on and some things you don't. There's strategy to it. Yeah. I mean, there was the stables that you got. And, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I never did get the auction house, but that's a different story. Oh, that took way too long and too much money. What about uh, naval warfare? Nope. But not really naval warfare. <laughs> Why do you say not really? Because well, you know, it wasn't really naval warfare. There's no difference in the ships and the missions, uh, followers, except for what it looked like. It was exactly oh, yeah, the same yeah, principles true. and everything else. The math well, you had it. the port that you went out to, the dock. whoop de diddly do. <laughs> the boats never left. If I sent a boat on a mission, it, it was, ought to go away. Yeah. It, it never pretend, left. Yeah. It was pretend. That's the problem. Exactly <laughs> right. It's like, okay, you need to build a battleship. Sweet, I'll build a battleship. There's a battleship. Oh, sweet, it's got a cool name. Awesome, I have a cool battleship. It's parked right there. I want to send it out on a mission. Okay, it's gone. I'm looking at it. It didn't go anywhere. 
Oh, no, it's on a mission. It'll be back in eight hours. It's right there. Yeah, that never really occurred to me to be bothered by it because I just never really got that into the naval stuff. Really I, I think me. I got the toy or the pet or something I wanted from it and I was done. <laughs> it just really, really bothered me. What about throwing a dance party in your garrison, Freck? Did you ever do that? What, with who? Anybody. You have friends pe- over? People or NPCs? People. Uh, oh, yeah, inviting people over. Yeah. yeah. It's always fun to invite people over to your garrison and show off. Yeah. You might have a statue that you got or something. Or it was like, didn't you, you made it snow. You decorated yours for Christmas. I did. I got the uh, holiday supplies. Yeah, I never did that. It was always Plus, cool. I had my archaeology finds displayed. That's pretty cool. I had a couple of those. I have as many as you did. But uh, yeah, you always decorated for ho- for holidays, and I thought that was cool. Yeah, yeah. I really miss my companion pets wandering around freely. Yeah. And then sneaking up on me. Because <laughs> you're so used to them just kind of trotting behind you. Sure, doing the, you know, following you. And then the garrison with the menagerie, they just kind of wander around. Yeah, do their own thing. I remember visiting you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was, there was a, I was at your garrison one time and the hand was walking around. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that is so <laughs> creepy. The hand and the, um, the panda one. Oh. The panda monk. Oh, yeah, because he would yell at you. Ah, he did karate chops yeah. at me. <laughs> hey, hey, it's like, nah, what are you doing? Stop kicking my ankles. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I also miss getting free ore. Wait, you hated that. I did hate it. But, but you miss it? <laughs> well, now that I don't have it. I, <laughs> okay. I know. No, I, see how it is. I know, because I was, I was a minor and engineer. And then for Warlords, I dropped the mining, just did skinning. Yeah. So it's like, you know, free money, basically. Right. And now I was like, wait a minute, I need ore if I'm going to continue doing engineering. So to drop the skinning. And already done a couple quests for it. Oh, see, now yeah. I, I really, that was one of my favorites. I loved the ore, the mining, and oh, the urban. Oh, I knew you did. Every day for you. Yes. That was a daily thing for me. And yeah. I, I would challenge myself to get the time in there down to the fastest <laughs> possible. It was a race. <laughs> it really was. That's funny. And uh, yeah, but I made bank on that too. Yeah, so that's yeah, a yeah. thing. Made more money with the herbs than I did uh, with the ore, but the ore still made bank. And in, in fact, it didn't up until uh, Warlords. In fact, I, th- I still think I'm flipping some, but you know how. Meanwhile, I went broke. I had to be like, Root, let's buy me some money. Yeah, yeah I've done it a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> this is a pretty dress I want in the auction house. Yeah. Give how us much, the gold yeah, second bite. <laughs> that's right. How much is it? 20000 What? Not, no. Not worth 20000 gold. I miss my camouflage ability for Hunter. You know, in every expansion, we have to adjust how we play our, our classes. But I don't think there's been as big a hit as no, Legion has no. been. And oddly enough, part of my motivation in making a hunter was that it had that stealth ability. Yes. I know it's not like the rogue. You can't. It has a very limited duration. But the three main ones I played for a long time were a rogue, a mage, and a hunter because all three of those had some form of going invisible. Sure, right. Some yep. form of avoiding combat when you'd rather not fight. Yeah, but the mage one is really short. So. It's short, but it gets you out of combat. Yes, it does. You so. get invisible and go. Yeah. yeah. I remember yeah. used to, because uh, we were on a, my, when I had my hunter, it was a PvP server, and I used camouflage all the time, and I put myself in a bush and used camouflage. Yeah, it's helpful. Yeah. Please and, don't see me. Don't see my nameplate. Please don't see my nameplate. And it's still there, but it's only for survival hunters, I believe, and... I haven't tried it yet, so I hate to kind of knock it before I try it, but it just seems like doing melee and maybe not having a pet just seems kind of like, uh, I don't know if it feels very hunterish. Yeah. Unless you're thinking yeah. of like the type of hunter that was in uh, Snow White. 
Yeah, hun- he was a huntsman, wasn't he? What What's the difference? It? I don't know. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> he had an axe. I mean, that's what I think about yeah, when I think go. of the survival yeah. hunter. So, I mean, he's a huntsman. I don't, I don't know yeah. what the difference is. Now, to be honest, there are some things that I that I don't miss about warlords. Like I, I don't miss not knowing exactly where in time and space I oh, am. Oh, it's so confusing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so confused because I thought Gul'dan was going back in time and unkilling Illidan. Okay. And I was very confused. I'm like, they're going to continue on with this alternate timeline thing and... Yeah, it was kind of weird the whole way they tied that whole thing in by bringing Gul'dan into our current Azerothian timeline. And now we have to go, you know, wake up Illidan. And- yeah. And it still feels a little bit confusing because on the one hand, we are doing what we did before. You know, maybe not uh, in World of Warcraft, but it's basically kind of a repeat of one of the earlier wars, the one that took place before World of Warcraft. Sure, yes. So it's more of a case of history repeating itself. Which it does often in this game. Well, yeah. So, in, yeah. in the world, too. In the world as well, you're right. But that's part of the reason why I wasn't really looking forward to this expansion. I was going, I'm so confused. I'm already confused. And Warlords are going to make it worse. I don't even know what's happening. I don't know who's what. I don't know how these things exist. Here's how I look at it. Okay. If the nameplate is red, I kill it. <laughs> you know, look, I got to wake up a little and sweet. <laughs> you know, that's about <laughs> it. I also don't miss chasing an elite horse around the zone for like a half hour trying to kill it, trying to even get it to stop and fight, only to realize that it's bugged and you, you can't do that. I never went back and got that. Oh, that never happened to me. Which one was it? Uh, it was in the Alliance zone. Oh. And uh, there was this, like, this, like an antelope that ran around and you could kill it. It was a temporary mount. Oh, I have that. It's like an item that you can summon uh, yeah. only in Shadowmoon. That's the one. It goes yeah. really fast. Yep. yep. That was the one. But when I was trying to do it, it was bugged, and I spent like a half hour, maybe even longer, trying to get that thing to stop. <laughs> and like there's a whole group of us running around, chasing a stupid thing around. And then finally someone's like, it's bugged. And I'm like, what? Oh. That's annoying. And then I never went back. I'm like, uh-uh. Now, you know, last expansion, I never even bothered to get the legendary item. You didn't get the ring? No. Oh, man. Because from what I was understanding is that it was a shared cooldown with everyone in your raid. Right. And the problem was, is any just not just your raid, but party, regardless. If anybody yeah. had that ring, everybody anybody could trigger it who had it. You could trigger the effect on it. The on use. And the problem was people had that macroed into their rotation because if you're out you know, questing, that was you a nice thing to have. Yeah. yeah. If it's on, boom, I want that extra DPS. Issue was, that was something that as a group, you, you wanted need to, to time it correctly. Right. Yeah. And you'd have People some, aren't. you know, person in, in, in your party who'd have their, you know, in their rotation and all of a sudden, boom, everybody's ring just blew up and it was not the most opportune time for that to happen. I just think that was a complete oversight by by Blizzard, I really think that when you got into a raid situation, there should have been somebody who had like ultimate power of when to do that. I think their answer for that is they want you to get into party people that you trust. Then don't let it happen in LFR, you know. <laughs> so because it would, and that's the problem. But yeah. it's all right. Yeah, we don't have that anymore. What about uh, getting the same soulbound mount? From one of the champions, 
Uh, like at least having, two or three times a week. Well, I didn't do that frequently. But yeah, getting a repeat and you just got to delete it. There's nothing you can do with it. Nothing you can do with it. No. Can't sell it. Mm-mm. Can't vendor it. Can't do anything with it. It really, uh, there were so many options it could have done. Like if you had the menagerie, you, you could have taken it back there and put it there. I don't know, sold it through that way. I don't know. There's so many things it could have done that didn't happen. It's a problem when they put uh, zero vendor value on items that are unique and they're soul bound. They've added in uh, pets for this expansion that come from Quest Rewards. And some of them are unique, like uh, Emigosa. Oh, yeah. Little dragon. Yep, I have her. So... What do you do when you're running an alt and you get her again? It's like, eh. You got to delete it. What's the point? Yeah. If they gave him a value of, I don't know, 200 gold, something that's much less than the actual value of the item, but it's still something. I knew the same thing this expansion when they did the the toy box. Because I had toys on different tunes, multiple, oh, multiple versions. Yeah, of you just got to delete it. Already known. So what? <laughs> <laughs> If it's already known, that's fine. Let me click on the button to know it again. Just go through the action again. Give me the little gold blingy thing and then make it go away as opposed to me having to drag it and delete it. That might be confusing now. Because some people are tracking the amount of toys they learn. And if it has the same animation. And I would think that for me, the last thing that I do not miss is I never really figured out what rank I was in Warlords or Drainer. Was I a commander? Was I a captain? Was I a general? What was I? Because I got called everything. You know, I was a captain of my, of my fleet. I had a captain's hat yeah. for doing that, all my all my naval missions. I got called a general in a cutscene, but people called me commander in my garrison. I don't know what I was. And so oddly enough, if you think about the lore, who we are as a character, every other expansion before this, we have been... A collective group of people, as in like, oh, a group of adventurers took down Deathwing. Right. With the help of the uh, dragon aspects. Or, oh, a group of adventurers took down the Lich King. And now, we are collectively one person, one character. We are the Borg. The adventurer. Yeah. And then now with the class halls, we are 10, 11 different classes. Yeah, but now it's just weird now because yeah. now we're, we're we're groups of classes because you see everybody else in the class hall. So it's kind of mind-boggling. Well, you do, but theoretically, it's your class hall. Yeah, theoretically, it's yours. And yeah. Everybody else is just there. But then you need more people to summon a demon, so I don't know. Well, yeah, it's odd. <laughs> <laughs> it's odd. Blizzard's story works the way Blizzard wants it well, to work. Well, there you go. That's when the they want line. it to work. Bottom so. line, yeah. <laughs> you know, we ask all of you... What you may or may not have missed from Warlords or Draenor. And this is what a few of you had to say. Wow, Adori says AFKing in my garrison. Now I actually have to go out and earn my gold. Matthew says flying. Joseph says cinematics. Gaetano chimes in with waiting months for a selfie patch. If a lot of people who miss their garrisons, especially the XP potion from the garrison quartermaster. And a whole lot of other people miss all that free gold. Justin misses the community and how much everyone relied on each other for professions and questing. Shebs misses our good old friend Harrison Jones. And Jason misses Garrosh. Jeff Whitting and uh, Tara, they both miss old Pepe. 
Claire misses leveling Tormach as a bodyguard because he had zero concept of personal space. Paul says Urel and the rest of the Draenei seeing Draenor as it should have been instead of what we got. That magnificent questing to 100, it was some of the best we've ever had in this game in his opinion. Michael misses the color purple. Kyle misses that flying you got, Ariana's feather. The wings, he calls them. Using them in BGs was awesome. Both Jonathan and Rhea miss the Luterang. Josiah having time to run old content. Corey misses the warlords themselves. They were a bad bunch. Outside of garrison lockdowns, Wad had a promising lore setup. Eric chimes in with using his legendary ring to blow up all of the things. And Joshua says, one legit thing I miss is stables. Getting dazed and dismounted by every mob I pass by is beyond annoying. And we have some class things everybody missed. Eric missed Frost Mage. Cal missed Marksman and Beastmaster Hunter. Jeff misses the Gladiator Stance. Kevin misses being able to go to instant mountain speed as Druid and Shaman. And Mike from Stopcast shared this sentiment, which was echoed by several others. Not a thing. And a quick pro tip on this. This one came in from another listener from Whipple. And this is in regards to what Joshua had said about missing the stables. Leather workers make what's called a stonehide leather uh, barding that keeps you from being dazed. And you can uh, buy those on the auction house. And blacksmiths make what's called a demon steel stirrups that lets you farm without dismounting. Oh, I did not know about that. Yeah, so both those yeah. features are back. You just get them a different way. So we want to thank everybody for their input there. That is a, there's a lot of things people missed and uh, I think a lot more that they don't miss. <laughs> yeah. About Warlords of Draenor. Hey, Frank, did you see what just came out this week? What's that? The Warcraft movie on DVD. Oh, so we get to see all the extended scenes that were cut from the theater? I think. I didn't see that in the description, but I'm kind of hoping. Yeah. Now, uh, I reordered mine from Amazon. Cool. And uh, speaking of Amazon, if you haven't ordered your Warcraft movie, do so. I, I set up a direct link to it over on our HearthCast page. You can head right over there and click on the little Warcraft movie uh, poster. And that'll take you straight through our Amazon affiliate link. And that what happens there if you do buy the movie or anything else on Amazon? We get a little bit of a kickback. And that is one way you can show your support for the show. We do greatly appreciate all of you who continue to use our Amazon affiliate link. That helps us offset a lot of the costs here in the studio. And uh, helps us continue to bring you HearthCast on a weekly basis. Freck with Legion, in addition to learning your classes again, new content, new bosses, new places to go, people to meet and kill. We also have a lot of new resource management. More so, I think, in this game than we ever have before. We have our class hall resources, which we kind of like our garrison resources. But we also have ancient mana now that we have to deal with. 
And I kind of mentioned this to you last week as you were just getting into Suramar, and I said, do not pass up any ancient mana node that you find. Get it. Yeah, but then I capped out really soon. Which you will. Yeah. And then you'll find ways, which we'll talk about here, uh, to increase the amount of ancient mana that you can carry. Uh, because there are some locations that you're going to have to have more than what you can currently carry, which is, what, 300? So there's ways we can increase that. And we'll talk about that here shortly. First, though, we're going to talk about our class hall resources, which are kind of like the garrison resources we have, but we can't assume that everybody even understands what garrison resources were. So class hall resources is what we need to recruit troops, to even start a mission, uh, to do any research. you got to complete your research and start your research for your class hall with class hall resources. In work orders. You got some work orders, you got to start those with class hall resources. Now, there are several ways you can earn class hall resources. The first, I think, is pretty evident. It's our world questing. When you look at the map, you can hover over and you can see all the world quests, and you can see what the rewards are for those, uh, for completing those world quests. I like knocking out the ones that give me resources first. Unless it's giving me a piece of gear that's going to be an upgrade and I can tell that, then I'll go do that one. Otherwise, I'm going for my class hall resources. You also get them from the emissary caches. Right, and that's when you complete the quests in a particular zone, like four of them. But it doesn't have to be in a zone, it's for a particular reputation. Reputation, yes. Faction, yeah. But you complete those four, you return those to the emissary, and you get a, a cash back from them, the emissary cash, like you it's mentioned. Extra stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a nice way to get those class hall resources. They're also pocketed inside treasures all around. Yeah, I still... So here's the thing on that. There's a little... Uh, I find them from now and then. But did you know you can actually buy treasure maps from the quartermasters? I do whenever I can. Yeah, you got to be honored in order to buy them. But when I can, I do. Because, I mean, it's nice stumbling across them. Oh, look. It's even worse seeing them and going, I don't know how to get there. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know where it is. It's on my map. It's somewhere. No, no, no. I mean, when you physically see it in front of you, you're like, there it is. I don't know how to get and there. And also when it's on the map and you can't figure out where it is. Oh, yeah. Because even... maybe it's up in a tree or something. <laughs> you don't know where it is. Yeah. There's one in a dungeon that uh, it's on this tunnel that you have to jump down. Mm-hmm. And it's on a shelf. And you, I haven't been able to get to it yet. Because once you miss it, unless you die, you're not going back up that tunnel. Well, something to do later, right? Hopefully. Or every time I'm in that dungeon, <laughs> try to time that jump again. Rare mobs. You see those around. We've talked about killing those rares in groups again before. And uh, if you kill them once, you're going to get some uh, treasure off of them. But after that, you're not going to get it. Bonus objectives when you're running around. I love those. Just come into location. Oh, you get a little bonus objective. They start talking to you. You're like, oh, what do I got to do? I'll kill a bunch of people. All right, I can do that. And then you get your class all resources for doing that. And Frank, did you know that when you go out with one of your bodyguards from your class hall, when you assign one of those to go with you, that they have the ability to increase the amount of uh, class hall resources that you gather from killing mobs? All of them do, or if they have that ability? I think that it's all of them. I'm not 100% sure, but I think that it is all of them. But if I'm wrong, I'm sure someone will let me know. (laughs) So when we're doing our class order hall advancement, those are these attributes that we choose down our tree. It's one or the other, all the way to the last one. Six different tiers we have to go through. These each cost time 
and resources. Yeah, so basically there's six different tiers. They cost between fifty and 15,000 resources. And take between two hours to complete and two weeks to complete. Yeah, so each tier just gets incrementally more difficult to do. Yeah, you have to have more resources and it just takes forever. <laughs> and as Root learned, don't pick the wrong one. Well, here's the thing that I did learn. I waited until it completed uh-huh. and then changed it and it cost me 2,000 resources. Oh, really? I think I could have canceled it. Oh. But I didn't know that. So <laughs> I, waited if, I waited for it to complete and then redid it. But that's how I got my Ritual of Doom. Okay. But then I found out that I don't even need that. <laughs> so I could have just relied on other people... Because there's always somebody looking for Ritual of Doom. Yeah. I'm working on one now to get to put in work orders to get gear for my followers. Oh, yeah. 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 That's really cool. I, I, like I said, Blizzard has really hit a home run as far as the, uh, the class halls go. And with all these resource management you have to do in there and gaining resources, it's phenomenal. They just need, as we said last week, a way to gain resources from the app, from the companion app. To get that? Perfect. We also have uh, Ancient Mana, a.k.a. the crack of this expansion. <laughs> Holy cow. I have never, that I can recall, uh, seen having to give somebody something in order to turn a quest in, or even receive a quest. Well, to be fair, have you ever had someone ask you to do something when you're really hungry? Yeah, maybe. I Wouldn't it have helped if they given you, you know... A hamburger? Yeah, or a taco. <laughs> Taco. Hey, Root, here's the taco. Can you fix my computer? <laughs> That's not how it works, but yes. Uh, <laughs> Did you know what I'm talking about, though? I do, but still, I mean, in this day and age, to push the drug side of everything. It's not a drug. It's literally it's, their only are, sense of nourishment. They, they don't are eat. addicted. But they don't eat. Right. They will literally die without it. So, ancient mana. Mm. <laughs> very, very important to get. Starting off, there's a little quest that everybody's going to do, and you will get the divining, uh, the mana divining stone. And that goes into your bag. And just make sure you click it. I've never had mine not be on the ability, because it puts the, the nodes on your map, on your mini map. Yeah, it's persistent. Unless right. you turn it off, which I did at first. Oops. because No, because I got 300, and then it was just driving me nuts, because uh, I couldn't pick up yeah. anymore. <laughs> But just make sure that if you are then looking for them, that you do click on that in your bag so you, it will actually track those nodes across your mini-map. You gather them just like mining or herbalism. You go over, there'll be a little gear icon. You click it, you get it. If you're farming for them, you head down to Suramar City. Uh, it's usually on the outside of it, on like the... It's kind of like the lower... Uh, kind of like western, northwestern, and then... Eastern, northeastern uh, edges of the city is where I found the best uh, con- consolidation of all these mo- mm-hmm. of, of all of it. So that's where I go to farm it when I need it. Now, if you are in Suramar City and you have completed the vineyard uh, tour quest, if you've done the vineyard tour, then you will have the ability to uh, loot the twice fortified arc wine, and that gives you between a hundred to one hundred and fifty ancient mana. I have an item in my bag that's like a half-drank glass of wine, and it gives me one ancient mana. <laughs> I get ones off of mobs, too. <laughs> Kill a lot of mobs. You get it from mobs. Yeah, I got and, it from someone. They're like, oh, he drank half of this. Oh, gross. <laughs> Here, have the rest. Yeah. That's kind of creepy, but I like it. Now, you can, if you are honored with the uh, Nightfallen, 
you can head over to the first arcanist Tharissa, and she will sell you an enchant for your shoulders. That's called Boon of the Mana Seeker. And with that enchant, you can get ancient mana off of anybody, not just around Suramar. You can get them anywhere. Uh, in Broken Isles, that is. And it also gives you the ability to loot a very low chance, but you can get what's called the Mana-Tinged Pack, which then has a very low chance. It's got a lot of stuff in it, but has a low chance of actually having between 100 and 300 ancient mana. And, of course, uh, there are the ancient mana gems and ancient mana crystals, which are on the ground. And those are not soulbound. Those are not. Those are tradable. Or auction houseable. Uh, so you can either buy them on the auction house, sell them on the auction house, flip them on the auction house, whatever you need to do, or just consume them yourselves. And one-time looting from rares and treasures and quests. So there's a lot of ways to get ancient mana, but as you mentioned, Freck, 300 cap. At first. At first. There are ways to really increase your uh, ancient mana cap or your pool. You can get an enchanted burial urn over there from uh, Telenor. If you really want to go back to the uh, Moonguard stronghold, I want to nuke that place. <laughs> uh, you can get the infinite stone that's there. That increases by 500. From Falinar, you can get the volatile leyline crystal and Keldenos mana flask. And over in Felsoul Hold, you can pick up Kyrtos' Research Notes. And all of these are going to help you increase the amount of ancient mana that you can carry. Now, this isn't like a temporary buff. This is, once you get those, you increase your mana pool. And you're going to want to carry as much as possible because you're going to be spending it. It is currency. You can spend 50 mana on uh, 50 rep from Nightfallen, which you want to get up as far as possible, just like any other rep, because that's what our flying is going to be tied into. That's the one where you go feed everybody. That's the one I don't like. You have to feed these people their ancient mana. You know what's odd about that is sometimes you pick it up right near where they're standing. Yeah. Like, why couldn't you get that? You're too lazy. It's right there. <laughs> well, Maybe they don't know how to harvest it. No. You know, I said yes, and I agreed at first. Uh-huh. But then I had a sudden realization that I kind of do that on the weekends where I'm like, Sitting on the couch, and honey, you make me a sandwich. <laughs> okay, but are you like laying in bed, starving to death? No, I'm just laying on the couch. I'm just too lazy to go up the fridge. I'm like, honey, could you bring me a slice of cold pizza that's in the fridge? You <laughs> What's the spouses do? You trade off doing that type of thing. Honey, can you hand me the remote? It's just on the other side of the couch. <laughs> so far away. <laughs> So I can kind of get that. <laughs> yeah. uh, you can spend a hundred of your ancient man. You can get a souvenir uh, raptor. Freck, that is a uh, non-combat pet for you. And these are a little different because it's an object. It goes from your bag and then you put it on the ground. Oh. And then you pick it back up again, put it in your bag. What if you don't pick it up? I guess it stays there. Whoa. I don't know how long, but that's what the had comments said. I don't have it. You got to go back and get another? I guess so. I it's don't only know. 100, so I'm sure you yeah. could. Yeah. yeah. There's the other one, which is the uh, Souvenir Elec. I guess those go together. Maybe one's Horde and one's Alliance. I haven't looked into that. About every three days, Freck, uh, we have the Withered Army training. And you can spend between 400 and 2,000 ancient mana every three days here. Oh, yeah, that one's pretty cool. You, you take your army, you're basically training them. Because, you know, they're working on a way to take these... Uh, withered creatures and make them more docile 
so you're training them to fight. Oh, that's cool. So you take them down into kind of a dungeon area, and you get a score, and you basically just see how long can you last before they all die. And then right at the point where you die, you get teleported back up. Yeah, that's always nice. Yeah. No spoilers. I haven't done it yet, but I don't know why I haven't missed that one. That's interesting. There's a couple of achievements you can get. It's going to cost you about 500 ancient mana if you open up all the uh, teleporters. It's going to get you, now you're thinking with portals. Basically, when you get to where the teleporters are, uh, you have to turn in a quest, and that quest costs mana, costing ancient mana. So it's going to cost you... Okay, yeah. I've opened up several of those, and basically just makes it very easy to transport yourself all across the Ramar. It really does. Uh, and it's very nice because of where the world quests are. A lot of times, the easiest yeah. way to get there is use one of the teleporting devices. Assuming you can remember what the places are. <laughs> Assuming I use Zyger guides and it tells me what to go do. All right, all oh, right. Side note, I just realized this. What? In... Uh, Suramar, where the where you hearth? I don't know if you hearth there or not. Uh, I think I do. But yeah. where the portals are? Yeah. If you turn around, there's a table that has stationery on it. Oh, really? What do you that, do with it? It's a mailbox. <gasps> oh. It always bothered me because I was been looking for a mailbox, and the other day I happened to turn around and my mouse hovered over it and it turned into the mail icon. Oh, cool! I was like, whoa! So I was really happy. So side note, there you go. Now, Freck, you mentioned you did not get this uh, last time, which was the uh, ancient leftovers or persistent, what was it, preserved leftovers? What, the leftovers? It was food that you'd, was like Yeah, a, the lunchbox, yeah. So, in this expansion, we have very much the same thing. It is the Devil Sore lunchbox. It, you're going to spend about a thousand ancient mana on it, but it is a persistent food and mana buff that you have. Well, it, as in it works the same way as the non-buff food. 100%, yeah, it restores your health, it restores your mana. You're not going to get any uh, buffs off. You're not going to get the well-fed or yeah. anything else. But it, if you just need to get your health back up real quick, as long as you're not being attacked, you can eat. So it's good. And another achievement is your Ley Line Bling. You activate all the Ley Lines in Suramar. It's going to cost about 1,600 ancient mana to do all that. Oof. But once those are all activated, you get that achievement. And, uh, yeah. So there's tons of things to be spending your ancient mana on. You always want to be getting it. Never pass up an opportunity. And I have made a very, very pretty penny on the auction house just flipping. I, I might put four or five up there in a week because I'll see them and I'll, go, I'll throw them in the auction house. The vast majority of what I've been doing on the auction house is flipping them. Because what is happening, I'll buy them for 150 gold to 300 gold, depending on the, if it's the gem or the crystal, depending on which one. And then wait for towards the end of the week, and they are selling for three to four times the amount of what I'm purchasing them for. So if I'm spending 150, I'm selling it for about 500 gold. And that's not a bad flip. No, not at all. You know, and I've been spending 300, they're going for, you know, six to 900 gold, and they're selling. That's the thing. I really like the approach that Blizzard is taking with resource management. In this expansion, it is, I know I kind of you know, sigh about it a little by saying I've got to have the ancient mana because i got to feed this guy's habit. But when you look at the state of gaming today in general, that's pretty much what gaming is today. Unless it's like a pure PvP game like you know some of the other ones Blizzard has. It's resource management. So I like how they've incorporated it into the game. I really do. It's, it's, it's welcome. It's a nice, you know, you're not just going out and killing things. You've got to go get this stuff to make the game work. So I like that. 
folks, if you've got your favorite spot to farm for your ancient manna, let us know. I told you mine, so it's only fair that you share yours because, you know, Freck needs her ancient manna. I do. I got to get it up there. Run it low. But that about does it for episode number 330. Brewfest is going on. We'll be for another week or so. I was in uh, that, that area outside of Orgrimmar, the Brewfest camp or fair, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. it's called. And uh, my wife's like, are you at some kind of carnival? I was like, actually, <laughs> yes, actually, I am. Yes, I am. We do have <laughs> carnivals in the game. <laughs> I'm going to give a shout out to Malicious. Uh, last week we read his email about how his son got him into Warcraft. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, we we're wondering, does his son still play WoW? And apparently he doesn't. Oh. But that makes sense. I mean, he's 26, and it seems like that's a tough game to keep going if you're going through a transition period in your yeah. life. He'll and, be back. Yeah, teenager to adult, definitely there's a lot going on. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. maybe once things settle down. He'll be back, I'm guaranteeing. Yeah, yeah, it'll be cool. But when, thank you again for that update, Malicious. And yeah, next time you're in town, let us know, because based on the location you said, you are not far from me, buddy. Not at all. Also, want to thank everyone that contributed to today's topic. We got a lot of responses. I guess it hit a nerve. It did. We couldn't even use all of them. No, some of them we, we just had to group together because a lot of people said the same thing, and others we just you know we'd still be, we'd be here for another hour. Yeah. Want to thank all our followers on Twitter and our friends on Facebook. And as we close episode number three hundred and thirty of Hearthcast, we want to thank you for listening. We love to hear your questions, comments, or any other feedback. Our email is podcast at hearthcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at hearthcastfreck and at hearthcastroot, or just head on over to our Hearthcast Facebook page. You can support Hearthcast by using our Amazon link at hearthcast.com slash Amazon. You can save $3 off your Loot Crate by visiting lootcrate.com forward slash hearthcast and using the offer code hearthcast at checkout. Our Patreon page can be found at patreon.com slash E-I-P-S. And remember, Curse Premium will keep all your in-game add-ons up to date automatically. Please visit hearthcast.com for podcast archives, show information, and more. Until next time, this has been Root. And Freckleface. This podcast is part of the D20 Grit Network. 